0: So we're up to line 99 and once again the misogyny and the irony comes thick and fast right from the start of this section where we are told by the merchant a wife is God's gift verily. All of the manor gifts, hardly as lands, rents, pasture, or commune, or movables, all being gifts of fortune that passen as a shadowy upon a wall. So he uses a simile there to show us that these commodities of which a wife is not, these will pass quickly, they transient, transitory things, whereas a wife will endure well longer than the list paraventure. Again, another little ironic uh, wink. To the assembled pilgrims, there we can guess. Marriage is a full great sacrament. He the which hath no that hath no wife, I hold him shent. He liveth helpless and all desolate. So again, more irony of the the shent that he holds them in great as being really poor. Um and he is now about to rehearse some of his ideas why um, we should be thankful um, for wives. Ideas, of course, that, again, they're making the argument in the opposite direction, in this ironic style. Woman is for man's help, he wrought, that high God, when he had Adam make, and saw him all alone, belly naked, God, of his great goodness, said then, Let us make an help unto this man, like to himself, and then made he him Eve. So, um, wife is man's help and his comfort, and he goes on to describe her as his paradise terrestry. Again, you know, such great irony running through this, streaming through this. Um, One flesh there being, and one flesh, as I guess, hath but one heart in wheel and in distress so again borrowing some of the language of the wedding service there just to really rub rub home um, the irony of his view of womankind he goes on with the exclamatory a wife a saint mary benedicity. There's so many linguistic features that come at, come at us in this uh, particular section. We've got the quoting from the Bible. We've got the comparison to um, to paradise. And we've got these exclamatories. We've got the simile. I said that once already, possibly getting swept away in this myself. Um, and then he hits us with a rhetorical question. How might a man have any adversity that hath a wife? certs I cannot say the bliss which that is betwixt him tway, the men no or tongue tell or heart think. He uses the first person here, and a little rhetorical trick that the merchant narrator will often pull throughout the telling of his tale that words simply fail him. He is just not gifted enough to describe the greatness of the things that he wants to tell us. In this case, of course, um, how. Wonderful it is to have a wife. Again, he continues in this uh, in this vein with a conditional. Now, if he be poverer, she helpeth him to swink. She keepeth his good and wasteth never a deal. And um, you know, full of irony, all that her husband lost. Here liketh well. There's almost a sing-song rhythm here, um, as he tells us, you know, the way a wife and a husband are so perfectly in symmetry with each other, so perfectly harmonious and compatible. She saith not one's nay when he saith ye. Um, Again, nice little bits of sing-song antithesis. Do this, saith he, already saith she. O blissful order of wedlock, precious. Thou art so merry, and eke so virtuous. So um, the harmony that is between a husband and a wife, harmony, of course, that he has told us is totally alien to his own life, and to that of all married men, is what he really believes. And so commended and approved eke that every man that wor- hold him worth a leak upon his burn' ought all his life, thank us God that he hath sent him a wife, the Worth a Leak reference, a lovely bit of uh, idiomatic language there from Chaucer, from The Merchant, um, just giving us the sense of a, a real voice, a real human speaker. And a wife, pray to God for him to send a wife to last unto his life's end, for then his life is set in sickness, in security. Um, that's what you get with a wife. Um, as long as, of course, he work after his wife's read. That is, he takes here oh his wife's advice. Then may he boldly burn up his head. They being so true and therewithal so wise. For which, if thou will work and as the wise, do always so as women will the read. So take your wife's advice, and you can hold your head up high. And of course, he means the exact opposite. Go around with everybody knowing you take your wife's advice and you will be a, a laughingstock, a humiliated, emasculated shadow of a man. There ends. Uh, that takes us to line 150 and I'll pick it up there very, very soon. Bye-bye.